Good morning and welcome to the Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty and my co-host is on her way here, but I am here with Mike Van Matsar with Hudson United Mortgage. Yes, and we have a special guest, uh, Marie Altieri. She is an agent from Howard Hanna Rand Realty. She's been an agent for a long time, so it's good exciting. Morning. Yeah, good morning. good morning to you. Oh, and here is Brenda. <laughs> she just got here. So, yeah, Brenda had to come all the way from Sullivan County this morning. So it was a ride for you, and you have your little dogs in the car too, right? Yes, the dogs just got picked up uh, by the boyfriend. So thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, so um, how was everybody's week? And how was the world of real estate this week for everybody? Uh, <laughs> Brenda, you've been doing a lot of running, I know. I have, I, I have. I think we all have been. Yeah, I think I need to pad in an extra yoga class. Like one, <laughs> like like instead of once a week, like maybe two times a week. Just do to, you do uh, yoga every week? I do pretty regularly. Where do you go for that? Uh, well, right now there's something in Warwick. It's actually free community yoga. Oh, really? Uh, and oh, maybe the, I'm going to try that. Yeah, the owner of the um, CBD shop, uh, the name escapes me, I'm sorry, but her name is Kim. She's uh, a licensed yoga instructor and she's phenomenal. And it's in the back of Blarney House. There's a large studio. Oh, really? You would never know it. Do you it's, get into ooh, it from First cool. Street? From the main entrance. Yeah, oh, you from Blarney cut. Station. So you're not getting in from behind. No, but there is, a, there might be a way to do it, but it's, the space is amazing. And you could, we probably get up to like eight to 10 students for each class and then you you give a, a small uh, donation typically you oh know, cool but, that's yeah, cool what day is time. it it's wednesdays at 6 30 p.m hey this is a great plug kim's <laughs> phenomenal and then i also uh love greenwood lake uh yoga studio hugo uh, is my instructor so oh cool yeah i have to i think i want to start getting back into that because i feel like i need to get strong join me let's do it let's namaste together yeah, yeah. um <laughs> anyway so what have you been up to I I've been like running around a lot and I, I just put a new listing in last night. Yeah, I put in a couple of new listings these last few weeks and then working with buyers and then trying to get to the closing table with whatever transactions are in process. So I'm finding that I'm at different stages with a lot of different transactions. So mm -hmm. like it makes it very complicated. It makes it complicated. It and like I feel like I'm high functioning and organized, but then I'm like, Oh my God, oh my God, I have to trap five cats and my Airbnb guests are coming in two hours. Oh shoot, I have an appraisal in three hours. It's like, so I think again, going back to that balance, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's a hard thing to do to to balance it all. Um, I, I, I don't know. Because the job is not nine to five. Right? Yeah. So you, you right. just, you know, like I'm looking at day. my, I've been trying <laughs> to keep a better schedule because I've always been really bad at that, especially with it on my phone. Yeah. So I'm trying to keep it on my phone. So I have it with me all the time instead of writing it in a book because that book I can, I, I put it down. I don't know where I put it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Google this calendar, everything. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to do. And it's, um. It, I don't know, I have a hard time putting it in. I just have to get focused and used to putting it into the calendar and that's it. Because what's nice about it is you can share it. You can share it, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, So I, people in your family know where you are. Yeah, I plan it out like the beginning of my week, I have everything in my hard copy and I color code everything. Oh, like I'm not oh, even boy. kidding you. You're like, kidding me. Like Howard Hannah Rand is dark green. Uh, Airbnb is red. You know, my personal life is turquoise. That's you do this in your... In personal. my hard notebook. Wow. I have, so what do you have, colored pencils with you or markers? Oh, no, I have these amazing pens, yeah. They're, <laughs> I, I ordered them from Amazon. There's like every color of the rainbow and then some, and You're it really, good. it helps me stay on track. You're you know? good. I am I like not that, that organized. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I, I don't know, I could try that, but I'm sure I'd lose the pens. Well, I do That'd lose the them, so I have two packs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, I have a new, a new listing that is in Greenwood Lake. Yes, I saw of it. Neck of the woods, mm -hmm. and it's it's really cute, and it's uh, three hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars, and just went on last night. So, I'm excited about that. Um, I had a rental listing that I had to do an open house for. Yeah, I don't know if I people, can handle that. <laughs> people, uh, rentals are really hard to come by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so. they, um, you know, I I can't. I can't even count how many inquiries I've had on this rental. Yeah. 
and, it's, and you it's feel a lot. bad. And I can't. It's impossible. You know? I apologize to whoever I didn't get back to, but I can't. I cannot possibly get back to every single person. Yeah. I just can't. I, that's why I did the open house. So whoever wanted to come in and see it could come and that's see smart. it. That's a good use yeah. of time. Yeah, definitely. Because I just, there was no way I could take 50 people to see it. Plus the, the tenant that's in there right now, she sleeps all day because she works till seven o'clock in the morning. She mm. gets home at 7.30 and she sleeps all during the day. So there was a very small window of time that I could bring people through. So that was why we, we had to do it that way. But I think we have a, a good tenant now and I'm sorry for all the people who didn't get it, but it is, you know. Rentals are hard to come by. They're mm -hmm. very hard to come by and a, a nice rental is hard to come by. Yeah. You know, I mean, this particular one is a small two bedroom and it was going for $1,900 a month. It's small, it's a very small yeah. house. It's under a thousand square feet. But um, there, there are people coming in with lots of children and and i'm thinking this you know we can't discriminate against kids of course but you know i'm thinking how can anybody fit yeah. kids in here like it it's small it's one bathroom and it's saying anyway it's rented now i, I think <laughs> the lease is coming out so those are the things i've been doing this week and um where have you been i had an open house um in greenwood lake yesterday for one of my listings in wadawa um, oh yeah, how did that go? 16 Fourth Road. We I had a really good study influx, but you know, like Indian Park, Wadawa, Furnacebrook, all these lake, you know, Greenwood Lake communities, not everybody is into, you know, the hills. You know, yeah. they're coming up from the city. They're and I'm like, they're like, is my car gonna make it? And I'm like, well, all these other cars that live here seem to make it, you <laughs> yeah. know, like it's I think it's gonna be okay. Um, but you know, I reinforce and I say, listen, the 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 streets are plowed and salted and de-iced, and you know, I'm a resident here. I actually live down the road. I said, and we have some of the best trucks, you know, in, in, in the county. I said, so don't worry about it. Like, it's going to be okay. And then, I, what I, about the wildlife? And I'm like, well, yeah, there's bear, there's fox, <laughs> there's deer, there are eagles. Like, what do you want? Eagles. <laughs> I love the eagles. You don't think about the fact, yeah, eagles are beautiful, but you don't think about the fact that if you have a five-pound dog, they're not safe. Right, yes. right. or a small cat, right. you know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so the open house was interesting. Uh, I found that I was doing a lot of counseling versus, uh, you know, check this house out. Um but yeah, and then I uh, just running around, a lot of appointments, working with some new buyers, some new referrals, which I love. Um, so yeah, living yeah. the dream, people living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this week, actually, I have two new buyers that both want to have consultations yeah. before we go out, which is very interesting to me because usually it's me trying to get them to come in for a consultation before we go out so i can understand what they're yeah. about but these people actually asked me to to give them a consultation so that they can understand what's going on in the market and i can understand what what they want so i thought that that was very interesting well, you so, know they're serious too yes right? yeah well one of them has i guess must be working must have been working with an agent because they said they've been putting in offers all over the place and they're not getting anything and you know He's a um, a healthy buyer, over six hundred thousand dollars, and you know he's losing out on things. Mm. So, um, it you know he's it just the market. I think but that's has not always little, the but, age. I mean, that's you know. And I don't think it's the, we. I don't think it's into, the agent's you know? fault. I don't yeah. think um, so. I some think, people are still doing low ball offers. Too, yes, you know, like they just think that I just the market's that. shifting, yeah. and oh, I can go in under the list price, but there's five other people that are going to go at list or over. So you're just shooting yourself in the foot. That's why you're not getting it off. I'm not. I'm not saying hey, that, that's the example. No, but, but I'm just, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're absolutely right, Mike. Mm -hmm. That is still happening, and yeah. it's yeah. just a matter of you know, starting to understand that. And it's like, how many houses are you going to lose before you realize that that's the case? And maybe the market's changing a little bit, but I th we're still at that point where yeah. we, um, you know, we're still getting at least full price offers or, or better on things. Yeah, and people waiving terms left and right to be yeah. competitive. But I think one of the shortfalls, at least on my end, has to do with the down payment, how much they're able to put down. Yeah. So, so we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to really dive into Marie and like how she got into this business. Marie. Hi, this is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year round retreat, 
or maybe you're considering selling, I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Hi, this is John Tesh. Tune in for great music and intelligence for your life on weekdays at 1 p.m. as we assemble the tips, the facts, and the news you need to be happier, healthier, more lovable, and more fun to be around. Radio worth listening to. We put the intelligence out there. You decide what to do with it. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guest every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre, right here, playing the best music. I'm gonna make this place your home. We are back with the Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and um, our number here is 845 one 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 zero. This is WTVQ Radio, worth listening to, and I am here with my co-host Brenda Wiley, Howard Hanna, Rand Realty. And if you guys want to text us and correct our math, um, that would be awesome. <laughs> correct or, our math. Yeah, that happened actually. Eight four five three six seven one three three six. Actually, Mike is here, so he can handle the uh, the, yeah, the, I'll be the math guy today. Thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, Mike Famanzar, that's United Mortgage. I can hear my voice is like shot from. I think it's the allergies or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, definitely. you can't even get to the car without like this disgusting stuff all Hot over green. it. Yep. And we're here with Marie Altieri from Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And we're going to just like talk to you now for a little while. This is your first time on air. Yes. And so, Marie, how did you, how, first of all, how did you get to Warwick? Because you live in Warwick. I do. And I'm, I had two uncles who lived here. Oh, really? And uh, they're both I didn't not know that. here anymore. Okay. But uh, we would come up and we loved Warwick. And so we purchased our first house in 1991. Mm-hmm. And um, we were there for about 10 years. Here in Warwick? Here in Warwick. Okay. And, um, and then we bought another house uh, in Warwick. And um, that's when I got into real estate. Okay. I was intrigued by the process. And uh, what year was that? Oh, goodness. That was uh, 2001. Oh, my gosh. So it's right when I got into the business. We got yeah. into the business at the same time, but we didn't work at the same company. Yeah. 21 years. <laughs> wow. My goodness. What is no, the time actually, ago? it was 2000. It was, it was 2000 for me when I, when I got my license. So it was right before you did. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were, you, what made you, why were you intrigued? Um, with the real estate process. Yeah, because you said you bought uh, your first house, right? And then you bought yeah. another house then 10 we years later. House Is that what intrigued you? It did. It really did. Okay. And um, so I worked for the schools, Warwick schools at the time, and I had a part time job with them. And so uh, we bought this house, uh, needed a lot of work. And so I decided to go into real estate because it, it fit the schedule. And, um, and I, I just loved it. Looking for the second house, it was like, wow, this is kind of interesting. So you, you were looking for a house and that's what got you into real estate? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you were your own agent. Well, not really. No, at no. that time I didn't have my, my <laughs> license. Um, but it, it intrigued me. And um, yeah, so I uh, started real estate in 2001. Who was your agent back then? Kathy Piergiorgi. Oh, oh wow. Kathy. Kathy love. was our manager Kathy. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't know. That's great. Um, so you had kids. Yes. That's part of the reason why you you 
got into this too and and yes. why you worked at the school right how how yeah. old were your kids when this was going on um they were in the middle school uh we moved up here um well back in 1991 um and um yeah we were here for like 10 years we relocated to another house in warwick and uh it, it was just a, a good time for me to get into real estate so cool. and um you've been successful at this because you've been doing this for so long i know you always have new listings so and you seem to do quite well and it, why do you think that is is it because of your contacts that you had in in the schools or just yep definitely. other people that you know referring you yep it, it's the people you know you know it's uh, persevering it's um persevering you know i just yeah, uh, we know about that we know about that <laughs> Um, I, I just really uh, love the business. Okay. And uh, so that's how I got in, slowly. And what but company was it that you worked for? I know, but you should tell everybody. Yeah, Colwell Banker. And you started out in the railroad station. In the railroad station. Just like you are now. But yeah. in between that, you you guys moved around because you we stayed did. with Coldwell Banker for... A number of years. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can't remember now how you came to us. Well, uh, Colwell Banker was bought out by Prudential Searles. Okay. And uh, that company was there for about two years. And then um, Rand Realty came in and bought us out. And that's how ah, history. I couldn't remember. Now. Yeah, yeah. We all sort of have that. Like, um, what's really nice is that there's a lot of agents that have been around for a long time. And we're all sort of like together yes. at Rand, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like we all came home together. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, that's how I feel, Brenda. You're, you're newer to this, but... I totally feel those vibes, though. Right? Yes. yes. One thousand percent. We just had an agent come back to us that, and the reason she she had left, and then she came back, and one of the reasons that she came back was because she felt like we were a family, and yeah, definitely. and she never felt like that, you know, before. So not before, but when she was working at the other place. So I mean, I really think it is, and we kind of have each other's backs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, it's like, I'm not afraid to tell you, oh, I'm going to be getting, I think I'm going to be getting a listing on such and such, because I don't think you're going to go like run behind my back and try to get that listing. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm a paranoid person. So <laughs> you have to understand, I came out of like a global recruitment firm in New York City. And it was like, I'd be like, I'm going to Chanel for my meeting now. And they'd be like calling up the Chanel managers. like, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But that's the thing. Like, I don't I've been doing this with long with enough a lot of yeah. these people knowing that I know who's got my back. Let's put right. it that way. And that I makes think sense. most of the people that we work with have each other's backs. Yeah. yeah. Not to say we don't like, you know, have a little, you know. Head, no, but the culture head. standpoint is huge. And I also think just management oversight. You know, in this business, we have so many rules we have to follow. And if you miss one thing, you can get fined, potentially lose your oh, license. God. I mean, it's, yep. it's real. you know, you're a licensed New York state you know realtor yeah. I, yeah i mean you marie have seen over the past 20 years the the rules have changed when you started did Absolutely. we did, was the book you still had the book we still had the, the book. book yeah i yep. had the book yeah if nobody knows what the book is the yep. book came out every two weeks yep. and it had all the listings in it yep. and then it had all the um listings that were under contract in it and all the sold listings so if you wanted when the book came out you were excited because if the listing wasn't in your office you had no idea there was a listing yep and right. then we had Brenda's the like, what? <laughs> I'm like, the book? Yeah, it was a book. It was this big. It's like the it holy like grail. Yeah. And it was, it was divided by towns. And every town had a number. Wow. Like Warwick, the village of Warwick was 400. The town of Warwick was 410. That's the right. village of Florida That's was 420. Right. You remember yes, these numbers, I right? Do. And Old you would school. have, everything was listed um, like actives, uh, under contracts, yep. and uh, solds. Yeah, right. We had that Hackstra map. The Hackstra map. Locate you, properties. When you got, um, I, I want to say, initiated when you got your license, you remember they would give you the map. They gave me the map. Like that was what? like your thing. They like handed a hard you copy a hard, map. Yeah, a Hackstra map. It was yep. this. It was yeah. this big. Like ways. B7. Well, there was none of that, Brenda. You had to know where you were going. You like yeah. or map it out the night oh, before. Please, I would be so lost, especially at these gas prices. They'd have to be towing me like every other day. Not even kidding. Yeah. Seriously, like I had that that Warwick map, and I thought I knew I was from Warwick, so I thought I knew my way around. But like right. you, you didn't, and then there were new roads that would come on and you'd be like where is that yeah right yeah definitely. we used to joke because we would go on tour every um 
um, when it was Wednesday, we had meetings and we would go on tour. I'm sure you guys did this at Global yes, Banker. You'd go on tour to see the new listings and we'd map it all out with our Hagstrom map. And I remember there were a few people, and I won't say who they were, that we used to call the Hagstrom sisters. We were just like, just ask the ha Hagstrom sisters because they'll do it for us. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thank goodness for GPS. <laughs> I know. And then everyone got those GPSs, like those big ones. $10,000 GPS. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was never updated. Wow. So it was not always right. It was crazy. But that's that's how we that's how we, that's how we grew up in this business, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you learned it's definitely easier now. <laughs> so much easier, except for the rules. Yes. The rules are crazy. We are going to you know, do a little talk about the rules maybe in the next uh, segment about the 10, 13 things to know about the expansion of rent regulation and tenant um, protections. But so, so do you remember that first house you sold? Oh, goodness. I'd really have to think about Actually, yes. Yes. I remember um, mine, too. I do remember it. Do you it. remember your first time? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Grace. Actually, I was I working at the, the school. first house. Yeah, I was working at the what school. What was it? Um, I had given my card out to a couple of people at the school, and one of the secretaries came up to me and said, you know, I can't believe you gave me this card. I'm, I want to sell my house. So that was wow. your introduction into real estate. And, uh, yeah, uh, it was great. Loved it. <laughs> And, Is uh, it, was it a Warwick house? It Do was. you want to say what house it was? Uh, it was over on William Close. Okay. It was over in Cascade Creek. Wow. And uh, actually from there, I approached a for sale by owner. Oh my God, that's nervy for a new agent. Absolutely. And, um, <laughs> and I got the listing. So uh, wow. that's how that started. Well, that's cool. And uh, I was hooked. You were hooked. That's so adorable. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's hard. Uh, you know, once you start doing this job, it's sort of like... You could never do another job. Well, there's, there's two. Yeah. I mean, I say there's rules, right? There's there's rules, there's state rules, there's whatever. But the but there's no rule as to what time you have to be somewhere every morning, or it's what true. time you go home every morning, or what time you take your lunch. You do do whatever you, however you want. You make your own appointments. So yep. you get used to sort of like it's that your own business. That autonomy is amazing. Yeah. Except there should be rules like. I don't know. Don't text me at six thirty on a Sunday morning. Well, you just don't answer it when that happens. But it's yeah, like, I've ding, seen ding, more ding. people are doing do not disturbs. Like oh, I'll get maybe I need to do that. Yeah, so yeah, I'll text somebody, too. not a client, but like friend of mine or something, and I'll see that his it's on do not disturb. You know, so that's I think we have to get in that mindset of like, all right, there are times when we are off work, right? You have to be. Yeah. You have to yeah. be because if you don't, you'll lose your mind. I mean, it's like a you. You can get a constant bombardment. For sure. I, I actually had a phone call at 1147. <laughs> last uh, night? No, but it, uh, it was last week. And um, I was so glad that I was sleeping, sleeping because <laughs> I'd never heard it. But when I got up, I was like, oh, my goodness. And um, so I, I did reach out to her about 930 in the morning, and she was sleeping. So <laughs> we kept different hours. Uh, I mean, yeah. What makes anybody think that you're going to be up at 11:47 at night? I, well, I'm nocturnal. I and I and the few clients that are a little night owls like me, like we'll be texting, you know, well until like midnight, you know. Oh I, I'm not, you know, it's I'm just but then I get up at like 6. I'm a little not a nutsy, but Wait, um that's not but, enough sleep. Brenda. No, but I think I think setting expectations with the buyers or your sellers or just your clients in general like Hey, you know, like I actually had a family event. I was like, I will be offline. I'm out of pocket. If you need anything, you got me from nine to ten thirty in the morning, and that's it. You know, mm -hmm. but it's not easy in being in the sales, you know, sales environment, customer service. Yeah, because they're right yeah. on to the next person that answers yeah. the phone. And it's right? an yeah. it's a very emotional um, job for, for our buyers and sellers. Absolutely. It's very emotional. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's usually their biggest investment. It's where they're going to live. It's where their family's going to be. So it, be, mm -hmm. it it is emotional and you have to be able to understand that. And, sensitive to that. Yeah, yeah, be very sensitive to that mm -hmm. because if, if, you're, if you're not, you probably lose buyers and sellers. But. Yeah. You know, I find we wear a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. Which is your favorite hat? <laughs> Psychologist? Mother? Marriage counselor? <laughs> oh, it, well, that's true, too. Decorator? All kinds of stuff. So we're, we're going to take another break, and we'll be right back.
This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Dr. Pierre Louis, a clinical psychologist. I will take your calls and I will answer all your personal and business relationship questions, helping you create a life healthy in mind, body, and spirit every Friday at 11 a.m. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards, and I invite you to join me every Sunday night when we'll showcase a perfect album. I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs, as well as some trivia, too, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. WTBQ, GHT Weather. For this morning, sunny with a high near 79. Calm wind becoming southwest around 5 miles an hour this afternoon. Partly cloudy tonight, low around 56. South wind around 5 miles an hour becoming calm this evening. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers in the afternoon. Otherwise, partly sunny with a high near 77. South wind 5 to 10 miles an hour. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm Chris Stone. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. And welcome back. You're listening to The Real Real Estate Show on WTBQ. I'm your host, Brenda Wiley, with Howard Hannah Rand Realty, and I am here with Grace Warren from Howard Hannah Rand Realty. And our guests Mike Van Mansar with Hudson United Mortgage, and Marie Altieri from Rand Realty. So. Uh, we were talking about dogs just two seconds ago while we were in the middle of a break, and I have <laughs> like to tell ADHD. You guys, <laughs> I know, I know. So I, I do have to tell you that, like, my dog got into it with a bear. Oh, oh gosh, goodness. your dog. At least it you... wasn't a skunk. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Snakes, that's true. Bears. He got into it with a with a bear. He chased. Well, we saw the bear outside. And uh, my husband's like, there's a bear, there's a bear. He's not going to the bird feeder. And then we're all like, oh, my God, bear. (laughs) And don't let the dog out. Don't let the dog out. So, like, we don't let the dog out. But then my son pulls into the driveway with his friends. And I go out the front door to tell my son, there's a bear that just walked right over by the driveway. Be careful. As I go back into the house, that dog... Like, he's 28 pounds. He knocked me over Wow! trying to get out, and I'm jumping on him. He got out. He chased the bear into onto the path between my house and the neighbor. And the, the bear is in a tree, like, with branches all around him, and my dog keeps going in and out and in and out oh and around God. and around. And Cameron and all of his friends are there trying to get the get the dog. And uh, the bear just came right out after him. It was a big bear too and he's been in my yard before and he just came out after him and my dog's like you can't catch me and he's just (laughs) circling him and circling him and finally he ran and one of cam's friends jumped on the dog and grabbed him and we got him in but he was covered in mud it was raining it was it was terrifying i was crying so I'm sorry that that happened. Uh, what can you the do? The bear was probably scared. I'm sure that poor bear was terrified. And um, he doesn't listen. He won't come back when you call him. The bear? No, the dog. Oh. When you're calling the dog, oh, don't do it, Harry. Don't do it. And Big he, Ben, get away from my bird feeder. No, oh, my gosh. That bear, he wasn't that scared because he came back the next night and took the bird feeder right off. Yeah, the, that was, know. Uh, you know, to the dog. Yeah, smashed <clears throat> it all up and then um, and ate the bird seed and then left. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's a that's a problem right now. But I think there's a lot of bear out here right now. There is, there is. My my sister actually had three of them in her backyard. Uh, the adult bear and two babies that babies. are just about the size of the mother now. Yeah, um, so they're like a year old, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I maybe it's the same ones I saw. They're brown. They're brown. 
Um, I bet it's the same ones because yeah. she doesn't live that far from me. We had a bear in our backyard. Uh, well, this is going back, but my son, my youngest son, was in college at the time, and um, he put blue cheese on everything. I mean, on every single thing you could imagine. <laughs> I love blue cheese. So, dressing, blue cheese dressing? Blue cheese dressing. So, okay. um, so he was back from college for the month, and I was like, oh, you know what? Let me, uh, let me get a big jar of blue cheese. So I went up to Sam's, got this big jar of blue cheese, and of course, my son says, well, that's not Marie's blue cheese, so I don't like it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I love so, Marie's blue cheese. <laughs> so, uh, so I go ahead and throw this big jar of blue cheese out. And the next thing you know, there's this bear in my backyard, upside down, his legs up in the air with this jar of blue cheese. And he cleaned that whole jar. Oh, wow. So somebody got to enjoy Winnie it. the Pooh. <laughs> yeah. Sounds yeah, like right. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, tell us what's been going on in the mortgage world. I wish there was more going on. Um, it's the same, you know. Rates are actually starting to trickle down, which is good. Um, oh, still hovering around that five percent range, um, you know, less on a fifteen-year. The adjustables are still out there, which people are taking advantage of. And I'm seeing more and more of these Airbnb loans. And I know Brenda has an Airbnb, so it just reminded me that. You know, buyers are out there now qualifying for loans just based on Airbnb income. Versus, really? Yeah. So these are kind of coming into the fold because it was so hard for so long to document the income. You know, like yeah, how do yeah. I show what this Airbnb is going to make to give you financing? But banks have kind of gotten wise to it and said, listen, if you're putting enough down, we're just going to do it's called it's a debt service loan, basically. Like whatever the income is from the Airbnb is the amount that they'll finance. Um, you know, on a monthly basis. So we're starting to see that more and more, which is good because there so, needed to be an option. Yeah, so what What if, if the house hasn't been being used as an Airbnb, but somebody, that's what they're thinking about buying it. Can you use potential like from other Airbnbs? I think so. The, I haven't the, actually written one of these loans yet. Because that's you know, an interesting concept. There's appraisals that we can do, which you can get a rent schedule, right? So I'll send an appraiser out there and it'll say what the proposed rent would be for this property. Now that's not considered an Airbnb rental, but I think with these type of loan products, there's com there's programs out there now that say, like I know I can plug, I know there's a website, I forget what it is, but I can plug in, hey, if I own a three bedroom, two bath house in, you know, Greenwood Lake, this is the average rental that an Airbnb would bring in that area. So hmm. that's what I think the banks are using. And then they're solidifying it probably with an appraisal to make sure that it's in line. I can add to this because I'm currently yeah, I in have, this situation. I, I have questions for you too, Brenda, that I think awesome. you might have answers for. So <clears throat> I have a listing uh, in Greenwood Lake, 24 Woodlands Terrace. We you know, accepted an offer showing for backup. Um, but um, that's a cute house. You know, I love love the house. And you know, listen, when she bought it, she paid less. She did make some investments, but mm -hmm. you know, there is nothing at this price point with you know a dock. Actually, a new one new listing came on um, a dock in your own private you know beach, and it's head to toe, brand new, everything renovated. It's a, a great a great place, but it it's also super cute. I can vouch for that. Super you cute. Too, you saw it, didn't you, Marie? Yes, I and, think I did. Yep, and you it's an active Airbnb, but in dealing with and marketing a home that is an active Airbnb, as a listing agent, you've got to be prepared to get all the operating costs, the revenue, um, you know, what you would consider including or excluding, because it's not just a standard, I'm going to buy a single family house, right? So you might have somebody that just in, from an investment standpoint, you know, wants to do this. So taking that data, which we did from VRBO on this particular house in Airbnb, and being able to pull that straight from the source is pretty powerful, I think, too. And it was helpful for one gentleman to get a pre-approval based on this yeah. you know, short-term rental type loan, which is something I had not heard of. So it's I, more risk, yeah. the interest rates are gonna be higher, but right. if the you know if it's being paid for by the rent and plus some, then it doesn't matter, you right. know, so. Mm -hmm. Reminds yeah, but, me of a two family. Yep. Like if you know you're gonna have that, you know, potential for guaranteed income, right? Yeah, Similar. so we're getting creative, you know, and just, making more money accessible is kind of the idea. Right. So it's a good thing. Um, so Brenda, uh, tell me like in our area, because you're not really gonna rent that house out 
for 52 weeks a year what are what's the time the timing that you can rent these properties seasonality yeah the season yes you know i have to say on on trends just because when you think of a short-term rental each house is so unique right are you pet friendly are you walkable to the village are you accessible to grocery stores can i bring my children a lot of hosts maybe don't want, uh, don't have homes that are suitable for children under 12. So all of these things, can I bring my boat? You know, where can I launch, et cetera? Those are all part of like the experience, right? So depending where your house is located and how many people you can accommodate, you might be able to get a really big ski group, right? In the mm-hmm. winter. Mm-hmm. So I will say specifically in this area, you know, Warwick, Belleville, Sugarloaf, Greenwood Lake. There's a lot of holiday festivals and whatnot. So we know the summer is, is very busy at Greenwood Lake, right? Mm-hmm. Then we know in the fall, we're getting into apple picking yeah, and definitely. pumpkin picking. And they're bringing back Apple Fest this year, right? Yeah, yes, they're bringing back Apple that. Fest. So all these sort of local events to you know in, in this area, it, it continues to drive people to stay here winter, spring, summer, and fall. In the winter, Greenwood Lake, ice fishing, skiing or tubing at Mount Peter. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's there's always going to be something. But I would say the biggest time of year is from like the end of May until through October, which is when mm-hmm. I rent. I used to do year round. I just didn't want to deal with the skiers and the salt and the shoveling and the plowing. and Someone all that. slipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Li- yeah. Liability is what I did not <laughs> yeah. want to deal with. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah. so yeah. so probably, you know, what is that like? Maybe trying to figure out the weeks you said from May till October. Yeah, late spring through right so about May, Halloween. June, July, August, September, October. So say 21 weeks. Yeah. But like I said, you know, in November, I I used to rent out for Thanksgiving. And then I had a family that came over from London that took stayed for two weeks in November. So my November, just because it happened to be that their family lived down the road, it was accessible. Mm-hmm. I was booked, you know, always. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know. I could so, even see in the dead of winter uh, yeah. being booked with the ski areas around. Yeah. And right. people want to escape. They want to make a fire. They want to yeah. chill out. Look at the ice. Lake. <laughs> the ice lake. I don't know. I don't know what I was like. <laughs> I still have yet to go ice fishing. I drive by every year and see them on there. And never you can go it. over on Glenmuir Lake. They do like a whole ice fishing competition over there. Pretty cool. Yeah, and people got their little tent set up. And do all they still do the festival on the ice or no? The ice has been yeah, too they, thin. They don't, did they last year, lake, didn't they? No, the, it was a drawdown. You mean uh, this past season? Oh. Yeah. It was a drawdown. But, That's um, right. They do the winter festival. I, I think they've had two um, successful. This one was really great. There was a huge beer tent, but then the electric power went out. But all was well. We had live music. You know, you work it out. You know, you go play in the snow. Um, it was fun. Oh, well, I just, I, I, I'm glad that you brought that up, though, Mike, because I, that's like another way of like thinking of a property when you're trying to sell it, whether it has that potential. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that is a newer thing for us. Like, yeah. uh, you know, we never did this before. Yes. So this is new. And, and Brenda, you have a lot of experience because you've been doing that. So I think yeah. it's a, it's, it's another potential for I had for a client that mm-hmm. I did financing for. It was up. I don't want to say up north. It was probably like an hour, I guess, in what, Sullivan, Sullivan. somewhere up there. Mm-hmm. She bought her house, and then the neighbor was going to put their house on, for, on the market. She bought the neighbor's house just specifically for Airbnb, like literally renovate it and Airbnb it. So she is now renting the house right next door. And same for a house on South Street that I did the financing for. It was a renovation loan. The guy that owns it next door basically bought it to do as an Airbnb. See, but I'm sure these people have done, and this is so important for anyone considering this, make sure you do your due diligence. Find out what is required. I know Marie had a a situation with a client. You did? What was your situation? Uh, With the, they bought a home in an area that was restricted to do short-term rentals. absolutely. Yeah. That's most HOAs. Like, I have a house in Colorado. They won't let you rent for less than 30 days. You know, like, that's their restriction. And you have to be a resident too like you have to literally <laughs> have a colorado id mm-hmm. okay yeah. to, to rent it for 30 well, for i think to airbnb it to get the airbnb permit you have yeah. to be a resident or something that's yeah. just the town's restriction yeah and the, t- the town of warwick has its own you know its process you have to have a permit for this you can't just like do it yeah and, no it's yeah. important and just for safety and insurance you want yeah because sure. you don't really want to ha- i mean there's so many in warwick now but do you really yeah. want to live on a street where it's all every house is an airbnb you want some type of restriction yeah you know, right. oh so. yeah i think in certain historical yeah. areas which i think was the case well this yeah. was in goshen this yeah. particular house and they have certain districts that they're not allowing airbnbs mm-hmm. and um yeah my clients have bought this house thinking 
they well, were going to do it. They were going to do right. it, and they found out they couldn't. So that changed things up for them. Oh yeah, are they selling the house? They did. They did. We, yeah, we actually closed last week on it. Okay, so we're going to take another break, and we will be right back. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years, and I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or a seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Hi, this is Mark Saltzman, your go-to tech guru who breaks down geek speak into street speak. I'll bring you the latest in gadgets, apps, and games in a language you can understand every Monday at 11 a.m. right here on Radio Worth Listening To. This is attorney Bob Kruhulik of the law firm Beatty & Kruhulik, the lawyer guy. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips. We're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions. That's every Tuesday at 12 noon on Radio Worth Listening To. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back. This is The Real Real Estate Show on WTBQ Radio Worth Listening To. I'm Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I'm here along with... Who wants to go? Mike Van yeah. Mansar with Hudson United Mortgage. <laughs> I told you I have ADHD. Brenda Wiley, Howard Hanna. <laughs> and Marie Altieri, Howard Hanna. So we wanted to just go over some of the new um, rental like laws and regulations that New York State has put out. And we've gone over it before, but if you are a landlord, you really ought to know some of this stuff because it's kind of important. Yeah, and I think also just to add to that, there there have been a number of, you know, changes in in rent regulations, particularly in New York State and New York City sort of the same, but they have their own set of regulations. So <clears throat> under um, for new tenant protections, um, and a lot of these things have always been, right? You know, things like landlords uh, being able to um, provide, you know, things to help, you know, disabilities and be ADA compliant and all of that. But now as agents, we've got to have a disclosure signed by both sides um, acknowledging that, you know, they will do their part to make that happen. So, um, but a lot of these things had started, I would say, two years ago. But, for example, security deposits cannot exceed one month's rent. Right. So even if you're, let's say, taking pets, uh, you can't turn around and say, you know what, I want an extra $1,000 for for your dog. No, um, but you can add something to the rent if you, you can, have a dog. A hundred percent. So if the rent's three thousand, you could say for for pets it's you know, thirty fifty or something like that. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's yeah. so it's so weird. Um, <laughs> what's weird is buyers or buyers, some renters wanna pay extra to try to get the accepted offer on the rental too. So they're like, Oh, I'll give you two months security and now you guys you can't, can't even accept you that, can't right? Can't take yeah. two months security. Yeah, not anymore. Um, they can. It, they can offer to pay um, months in advance. They can offer that. We can't. It, they can. The landlord cannot require that. Um, you know, so that they're. You know, they can do that. But what are some of the other? Um, yeah, it was. I'm trying to find the actual. I don't want to misquote something from a legal standpoint. But the general gist is, if uh, let's say I'm looking for a place to live. And um, 
I'm in a you know I'm wheelchair. I need it to be wheelchair accessible, right? The landlord must has to go and get the permit to go build the ramp. But as long as both sides sign off on it, my understanding is that the tenant you know would pay, pay for, for that. that. Right. You know, and you really are changing. It is a process, and it also is an the added removal expense. of it too. If they and move the, out, yes. and yeah. the removal they have to take. So it's it's having this now in writing and yet an, you know another disclosure. We have so many disclosures. We were talking about the rules before, um, but it's very important. You know, if you're thinking of you know being a landlord or you are a landlord, to make sure that you're up to speed on you know the requirements in New York State around all of it: security deposit, um, ADA compliant. There's just so many. Different Over here things. it says um, application fees are prohibited now. A landlord cannot seek a payment for the processing, review, or acceptance acceptance of a rental application. Okay, so that's yep. two yeah. years now. It's yeah. been yeah. like that. So a lot of these things nobody like really even knew because of COVID. Right. We were in the bubble. I don't think I've seen application fees, but I've done it where you send them a uh, link for their credit report. Right, you guys you use a specific still do service, that. Yes. Right, so I would send like a change that Yeah, too. so it's background fees are capped. Reimbursement for background and credit $20. checks are limited to the lesser of the actual cost or $20. So you can't be more than $20. Mm. Yeah. That's um, near impossible to get a credit report for $20. Like it costs us 40 Two bucks, I think, every person tenant, we run credit we, we on. Use, so. We use tenant, tenant reports, yeah. Yeah. and they do, and they actually do a background check, too, don't they? Yeah, but I think the discounted rate that we had wasn't far off from that number. So, And mm -hmm. the tenant pays for that, so their information is private. Like, we'll get the report, but their social security and their personal details are mm -hmm. blocked out. Um, late payment fees are capped now. Um, you cannot charge, uh, it says a late fee must be the lesser of $50 or 5% of the month's rent. Mm. So um, that that's a little, yeah, So that's, that's interesting, because if, if my rent's due on the first, I could pay the 30th for just $50 extra, basically. It's kind of. Yeah, like, but yeah. then your next rent is due yeah, the following I know, but I'm just, day. It's just interesting that that's not really enough, I don't know. Yeah. to sway people from not paying on time, I guess. You know what we spoke <laughs> about last week in our sales meeting, you know, going up lobby day, right, to talk yeah. about some of these things. And um, and one of the things that came up was the ability, like let's say you go and you buy a building, a multifamily, and there are three units in there with tenants. You can't just go in there and just raise their rent, right? right? Yeah. And so now there's just a little bit more legwork, and I believe the maximum, if would be like three percent or something i think so. it was three percent so, so it's almost like rent control it's yeah but you know creating legislation around that again like i just i feel i feel for landlords i've been a landlord mm -hmm. i'm sure at some point we all have but it's uh you know it's not not easy no, right now, it, it, no. it's not and it's definitely in the tenant's favor and i understand i you know i kind of understand why but and in, in, in the same breath, I'm thinking, wow, this makes me never want to be a landlord again. Like, yeah. I just don't want to do this. Right. Um, so now uh, a landlord must now provide tenants with notice ranging from 30 days to 90 days. And if the landlord tends to, if the landlord intends to increase the rent by 5% or more, or does not intend to renew the tenancy. So if somebody... If somebody, um, you want someone to move out because you're selling the place, you have to give them anywhere from 30 to 90 days. And that depends on how long they're in the in place. So if they've been in there for less than a year, you can give them 30 days. Anything between a year and two years, mm -hmm. it's 60 days. Anything more than two years, I believe, is 90 days. So it's yeah. three months if they've, if they've been in there for more than two years. Yeah, so, and that's from the time that they are actually like acknowledging the receipt. You know, if somebody's mm -hmm. been there for five years and there's no place for them to go and they've got small children and two dogs and a cat, it's difficult. You can't always guarantee you'll be out in 60 or 90 days, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, I have a, a head of landlord and I she said that the tenant said they were going to move out. She wasn't renewing their lease and they, they say they're moving out. But I'm like, did you give them notice? And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you have to right. give them like written. legal notice, yeah. written, notice. written notice. You have to send mm -hmm. that registered mail. You need to, they need to get that notice because if they don't have that notice, then it starts from when they finally get the notice. Yes, yes. yes. Right, the clock yeah. ticks. Yeah, the favor so, is really on the tenant side versus the yeah. landlord side. Mm -hmm. um, so there was one other thing here. Um, 
so the strengthening protections against retaliatory evictions. So a landlord cannot serve a notice to quit or commence an eviction proceeding against a tenant who made a good faith complaint to the landlord or landlord's agent about the warranty of habitability, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, duty Mm -hmm. to repair or other law. So that's, I mean, you would think that nobody was going to do that before, but yet it's part of the law now. It it is, but here's the deal. As a tenant, you need to take that money and put it in an escrow account. You can't just say there's chemicals coming up from the basement. I'm not Um, paying I'm I'm getting migraines. I keep having to go to the doctor. Andrew Malkin's been here. You know, you, you need to, in good faith, Put that money in an escrow. Uh, you can't just, right. you know, I mean, not pay, but people do it all the time. Oh, people do that all mm-hmm. the time. Unfortunately, yeah. I had um, a tenant that didn't understand that because the property was in foreclosure, she was like, "Well, I don't have to pay. They're not paying their 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 mortgage." And I was like, "What? what? No, you still have to pay your mortgage. You still have to pay your um, your, rent your rent just because they're not paying their mortgage. You still have to pay your rent. They're two separate things." And yeah. she was just like, "No, I don't." And um, she did, and and they they took her to court, and, and the landlord won in that case. So, um, yeah, you definitely. It's one of the few times. The yeah, might. yeah. It seems like they don't have as many rights. Oh my goodness, it's oh, crazy. Boy. So. Anyway, I also pulled some um, stats, which were I found interesting. I, you know, I'm a stats girl, right? <laughs> so the average sale price in um, in the county it, right now at the end of May was four hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. Wow, really came up. Yeah, yeah. I That's mean, it amazing. was like two and change not long ago. I feel like twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yes. To yeah. the average was like maybe high twos. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's up almost seventeen percent. So um, that's year over year. I, I think so. Thinks yeah. uh, that might be even longer than that. It may have mm-hmm. went back to two thousand nineteen. I didn't really like go okay. into that much depth. But um, so the average sale price in the Warwick School District is five hundred and twenty-five thousand six hundred and eighty-one. Wow, did that come up? Time to sell. Yeah. (laughs) But where do we go? That's the problem. So um, I just. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Port Jervis is cool, though. Like, I was there, right? I was there yesterday. yesterday. Were you there yesterday? Yes. You get multifamilies. Oh, yeah. You be careful with that because if they're not occupied as a multifamily, the town will change it. Yes. No, there happens. Yeah. yeah, Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's if they're not occupied as a multifamily for more than I don't know if it was six, six months, months or a year, year, then they will convert back to single family. So yeah. be careful mm-hmm. about what you're showing and, yeah. and know and knowing about it. Yeah, well, Port Jarvis, there they seem legitimate, but I I showed a, something in uh where was I Ellenville, and the basement had no shower. There was like a half a bathroom. I'm like how can this be? legit rental like, <laughs> like i just and and i like looked at the the guy an investor and he was like yeah i just don't know i'd have to put it whatever and i'm like something does not adding up this here probably you know? not really legal yeah <laughs> um so cornwall i i pulled cornwall um it's four hundred and ninety seven thousand in cornwall wow. um that's cornwall school district florida school district is three hundred and seventy seven dollars um, three hundred and seventy-seven thousand uh, dollars. Greenwood Lake, three hundred and ninety-three. Yeah, it's gone up a lot. And Chester is three hundred and forty-three. So interesting. So the other thing that I looked up because people keep asking me, like, what's going to happen? Are people going to get foreclosed on? Is the same thing that happened in two thousand eight going to happen again? And I'm like, I don't really think it is because I think people are in much better shape than they were back then. And the mm-hmm, loans mm-hmm. that they took like, or, are much better loans. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time, but um, there are 11 foreclosures right now in the county. And right. la- in 2019, January, there were 181. Wow, that really went down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Short sales in, um, this, in May were 12. And in January 2019, 74. So we're pretty much out of time. I want to say goodbye to everybody and have a nice week. And uh, thank you, Marie, for coming. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. See ya. Bye-bye.